Welcome to New Dad City, the podcast where the journey of new fatherhood is not just shared, but celebrated. I'm your host, fellow new dad, here to guide you through the intricate maze of early parenthood with real-life experiences and hard-earned insights. Here, we believe in facts, because it's not just advice, it's what I've personally lived through. In New Dad City, we challenge the modern narrative and rediscover what it means to be a man in a world that often values submissiveness over traditional masculinity. We tackle everything from the practical, like mastering sleep training and finding the perfect diaper, to the profound, such as reigniting romance with your spouse and mastering the art of communication to conquer your doubts and fears. This is a community where physical fitness isn't just a goal. It's a pathway to becoming the best version of yourself. We understand that being strong isn't just about the body, but also about the mind. We're not afraid to dive deep into our thoughts and emotions, breaking the stereotype that men don't talk about what's going on inside their heads. At New Dad City, our mantra is simple, core values and discipline trump motivation. We're not here to offer temporary fixes, but to build lasting foundations for you and your family. Whether you're struggling with the day-to-day challenges of fatherhood or seeking to deepen your understanding of what it means to be a dad today, you've come to the right place. So join me, your host, Kevin P., as we navigate the rewarding yet demanding world of new fatherhood together. Welcome to New Dad City, where dads are not just made, but forged. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Thursday morning. I hope your week has been going awesome so far. Mine has been going pretty well. Besides the uh, commitment to the sleep training that my wife and I are doing, more so her, because I have a crappy shift, uh, shift work schedule, everything's been going pretty well. Sleep training is tough, but it is worth it in the end. Everybody that has told me about it, especially the advice we're following from our nanny, has said nothing but good things and has lauded the program that we're following. And once we are done with this 14-day commitment of getting our son sleep trained, I will come back and do an episode with my wife on what it was like, what we did, and how we are now. So anyway... Moving into this episode, I want to talk a little bit about music because I love music, my wife loves music, and surprisingly enough, Axel at six months loves music. Now, you hear a bunch of things about, oh, you better you better, or you should play music while they're in the womb, and then when they come out, and you can use sounds or lighthearted music to help them sleep, relax, blah, 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 blah. So I did a bit of Googling because I didn't want to speak out of my ass about this project or this project, this podcast episode. And the best little blurb I guess I found on this was from Mercy.net. Now, I don't know exactly what Mercy does totally, but it appears to be a healthcare website. So anyway, I'm going to read a little bit about this and then I'll go in and talk about Axel's favorite songs, what he likes listening to, and have we noticed any reaction to it, which is very important. So anyway, I'm going to read this article because I'm not a doctor and I don't know how to articulate the whole cause and effect and relationship with infants, babies, 
and music. So here we go. How music helps the brain develop. So what does this mean for your baby? Exposing your baby to music and teaching the basics of how music works may help your baby learn language faster. Interesting. In fact, learning a language and learning the fundamentals of music are almost identical. Wow. From birth, typical, uh, from birth, typical babies quickly learn to tune into the voices of their parents long before they understand any actual words. At this stage, conversation is a little more than patterns of rhythms and sounds that convey emotional meaning. Around three to six months of age, typical babies start experimenting with their voices to produce a wide variety of sounds, including shrieks, coos, squeals, yells, and other vocalizations. These random sounds quickly sort themselves into babbling or non-speech that follows the cadence and patterns of speech. Consonant sounds soon emerge, and babies begin to experiment with repetition, rhythm, and complexity. Language acquisition, or learning to speak, is natural for most babies. In other words, they pick up language simply through exposure. Let's go ahead and stop right there, and I'll share my experience with that. So I did not know that learning a language and learning the fundamentals of music are almost identical. I, I had I had no idea. I, I don't know anything about music sheets and compositions, anything like that. So reading that is very interesting to me. And I'm a huge nerd, so the more I know, the happier I guess I am. And I think it's cool to know this kind of stuff. But let's uh, where is it? So around three to six months of age, they start experimenting, 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 my apologies, with their voices to produce a wide variety of sounds. That is absolutely true. I remember and when Eric and I were like, oh, man, we can't wait for him to start talking and stuff like that. And obviously the running joke with parents, our friends and family members and stuff that have kids that are older than Axel that actually can talk is like, they won't shut up. Like, do not wish that on yourself. And it's like, man, how can, how can you not want to hear your child's beautiful voice? And then I go back to this Louis CK joke where he's like, nothing they ever have to say is important. It's not like I have to stop my time and the world's going to change because my two-year-old has to tell me something, but I love hearing them. His joke, his joke, I, I, I probably butchered it, but Along those lines is he loves hearing his children speak, but they absolutely have nothing important to say. <laughs> but um, yeah, Erica and I were always wondering, like, when's he going to say something? And now he definitely coos a lot. He he more so. Oh, this is a good one. He does yell. And the only time that he yells is when he's hungry. Like if we have him in his little Fisher Price chair that we feed him in. Uh, we don't use the high chair for some reason. I think that's because like it, we're not like at actual solid pieces of food. Like, hey, let's put some peas or bits of egg or carrot or something, banana. Where he's not at that point where he can do his pincer uh, grip with his with his um, index finger and his thumb. So we have this little tiny Fisher Price seat that we put on the couch and we feed him there while TV's on and stuff like that. So when we he just he needs us to keep shoveling food he's like a freaking garbage disposal and excuse me he's just whenever you don't do it quick enough he goes ah, ah. And it's like good dude good lord like calm down man like i'm getting it to you i can only move so fast and you haven't even swallowed all the food that's in your mouth yet <laughs> but that's the that's the one time he does yell and he's that's the only time he actually I feel like that's the one solid form of communication that we have between 
baby and parent is he's learned that when he wants more of a, more of the solid food, the the purees that were were feeding him to be more specific, he yells. He does that, ah, and then we give it to him. He's satisfied, and then we're not doing it fast enough. He keeps doing it. That is the I, now that I'm thinking about it, that is the very first solid form of communication from him to us to indicate something, and that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. It is crazy how these kids develop so quickly, and when my mom or you know Erica's mom, other people have said like, "Don't bat your eyes, don't blink," because they are going to be a year old before you know it, and it is absolutely true. It is crazy how much he's advanced in these six months and how much he's developed. Now, uh, squeals and shrieks. I don't really think he has them when he's happy and we're tickling him, and you know when it's daddy and. And Axel time, he does his little squeals, and I'm not going to try to imitate them or replicate them because I'll just butcher it and probably uh, make your ears bleed. So I'll, I'll I'll give you guys that grace, and uh, I'll pass over that impression of my son. But the where it says like these random sounds quickly sort themselves into babbling or non-speech that follows cadence and patterns of speech. He hasn't got to the babbling part yet. He does mimic, so. If we say, I love you, he'll go, oh, oh, like he, he's starting to pick up that rhythm and that he's starting to pick up the rhythm and the cadence and repeating it back to us. Granted, is it coincidence? Sometimes I think so. And then more so you could tell by the look on his face and where his hands are and how his mouth is moving to where you know that he is repeating back to you that sound, that rhythm. And it's just, it's so cool, man. It is so awesome. He hasn't really done the consonant sounds like there's no buzz or daz or maz yet with the M, you know, with the M sounds, the consonant sounds or DB, all that stuff. Um, but it is it's crazy how how quick he's catching on to letting us know through just random noises what he wants. So that's my experience with that little paragraph portion but we'll go ahead and, and move on so this is actually where they did studies in children with uh, speech development and music so in a study of nine-month-old babies conducted at the university of washington researchers studied the effect of exposure to music on the baby's brains researchers exposed one group of babies to the waltz during social play another group was allowed to play without listening to any music after 12 sessions the baby's brains responses were measured scientists discovered that the babies who had been exposed to music had enhanced pattern recognition and could better predict rhythm patterns hmm. and these are both necessary skills to learn how to speak or pick up a new language in their conclusion the team of scientists noted that other studies have shown that musical training can help with language interestingly while it appears that simply listening to music can help musical training is even more powerful According to the researchers, uh, yeah, according to the researchers, introducing your baby to musical concepts, whether singing or letting him pound on a drum or shake a tambourine, will develop the same areas of the brain that are needed to master a language. What the F? This is stuff I don't know, and I'm discovering with you guys as you're listening. So this is pretty neat. And it makes complete sense why Mrs. Rachel, or is it Miss Rachel or Mrs. Rachel, whichever, that sweet woman that does those YouTube videos, the educational videos, why she does things in a musical cadence 
and why she does songs all the time when she's teaching kids in her videos. I understand it now. I get it. My wife's probably going to listen to this and go, you dummy, I already knew that. Well, whatever, Erica. If you knew it, you knew it. Give I didn't. Okay, babe? Okay? Anyway. So that was pretty neat. That's a cool little article I got to learn from just now and sharing with you guys. I literally pulled it up on Google prior to even hitting record, and I didn't even read it. I read it with you guys. And really, that man, that stuff is just awesome right there. Isn't that cool? But so I guess we'll we'll go from that, and we'll talk about what Axel likes, my son likes. So Erica and I love metal, deathcore, hardcore, um, all the way to synth wave and mainstream pop. I'm more of the former with the the hard stuff, the heavy stuff, and I'll occasionally listen to some old school '90s hip hop, and I love chill, uh, chill lo-fi and stuff like that when I'm you know studying or doing the side business and everything. But the one song that Erica plays for him to calm him down is by a band named Fantagram, and that's spelled P-H-A-N-T-O. G-R-A-M, Fanagram, and the song is called Blackout Days. Now, I don't know about copyright and all that stuff. I'm not going to play it for you. I want to, but I'm not going to take that chance, but it worked. We were in the car, and she played his song on repeat, and boom, besides besides the car ride, genuinely putting him out, you know, putting him out and making him fall asleep 90% of the time, that compounded with that song, that kid was out, and we were driving around probably for like 45 minutes one day and that kid slept he slept and napped the whole time now for me the song that i play for him is cherry waves by deftones whatever it is with the the tone of the instruments how melancholy it is and somber it is uh, combined with chino's vocals even when he gets loud and you know gets to that screaming the, the dirty vocals, as they're called, Axel loves it. He simply loves Deftones and heavy music. And I think, honestly, that was a lot of the stuff that we played while he was inside Erica's belly during pregnancy. And I think it carried over. Also, how the art... We'll go back to the article real quick. The Where does it say it? Um, where they talk about the the rhythm and stuff like that. Let me see. Let me. I'm looking for it right now. But um, anyway, yeah. How they how they pick up the the rhythm and stuff like that uh, from music, and it helps them learn language and everything. Kind of like how I said Miss Rachel does that in her videos. I, I just think that he subconsciously, his brain subconsciously remembers that from in the womb. And I think how the two songs that we play for him, the Phanogram and the Deftone songs how they're, like I said, melancholy and somber. And they're kind of the, the Phanogram one's more uplifting, a little bit more poppy and stuff like that, but it still has a mellow attitude to it. I think he just, his, his brain gravitates towards that because it remembers the, the, a lot of the stuff that we played when he, uh, he was in, inside her womb and when she, he first came out and she gave birth. So... Uh, I guess uh, dads who who are listening that have kids, what are what's the song that you that what is your go to? What song did you? What kind of music did you play when your baby was in the womb? Did you actually put headphones up to the to the baby's belly, and, or did you put like your phone up to it, a speaker or something? 
I before I go uh, and end this episode and wrap it up, I remember the the running joke was that Axel was going to be a Limp Biscuit fan because I would always play Limp Biscuit uh, on my phone and put it on his Erica's belly whenever he was pregnant or she was pregnant with him, and then lo and behold. I put on the 1999 Woodstock concert that Limp Bizkit had when he was fussing and stuff and dancing around, and he just loved it. He, I, I was dancing around with him, and when my arms got tired, I put him in a swing, and this was a few months ago. He he fell right asleep to it. So it's like, man, I guess I'm raising my kid right. <laughs> Either way, I get, music's awesome, man. Music's awesome for babies. Don't hesitate to play it when you're trying to nap them. Uh, put them down for a nap. Sorry. I think it personally works. And um, I believe that you guys should give it a try if you're having trouble with putting that for naps or soothing your kid. So obviously the uh, there's evidence with scientists at university of Washington that say music has an impact on your baby. Keep on dad and fellas. Hey guys, Kevin here. Just a reminder. If you enjoy the episodes, if you enjoy the show, please go in there and Give me a rating, an honest one. I hope it's a five star. Also, head over to the New Dad City Instagram. It's instagram.com backslash New Dad City. My handle is New Dad City, obviously. And the YouTube channel, www.youtube.com backslash at symbol New Dad City. I post content pretty regularly on there. The only podcast episodes I really put on there are the ones with me and Eric because that's the video footage that we get. And those ones are awesome. They're resonating with a lot of people. I have people texting me, relatives and friends saying, man, I really like your guys' interaction. So if you could support us, go ahead and head over to the Instagram, give us a follow, and head over to the YouTube and give us a subscribe. Please drop your comments on this videos, whether they're shorts or long form. It really helps the channel out. And I hope you guys have a blessed day. Thank you.